The boy lay in the darkness, snug in his pyjamas beneath the heavy bedclothes, listening to the ticking of the big round clock in his room, listening to the familiar sounds of the night. The drone of a passing ship on the busy, inky water of the East River close by. The clatter of a train high overhead. The creaking of bedsprings through the thin wall to his parents' bedroom. Moans from his parents. His mother crying out. His father's loud grunt. The gentle patter of rain on the roof above him. The night had its own sounds. Its own music. The tinkle of breaking glass was not part of it. He froze. It sounded like it came from downstairs, right below him. Had the cat knocked over the whiskey bottle and glass his dad left out empty every night? Then he heard footsteps coming up the stairs. Not his dad's. His dad was already upstairs in bed. Several sets of footsteps. He lay, motionless, his fear increasing. The door opened. A powerful torch beam struck his face, blinding him, and he shut his eyes, heard footsteps in his room. He could sense a whole group of people and was shaking with fear, could smell tobacco and alcohol and wet clothing and sweat. He felt his throat was closing in. He couldn't breathe and his heart was going crazy. He opened his eyes and all he could see was dazzling light. He closed his eyes again, shivering, quaking in terror, heard footsteps approaching the bed. A hand patted his head, then his right cheek, playfully the wool itchy against his skin. Then a voice, coarse but soft, an Irish accent, right above him, breathing heavily. Just checking you out, kid. You, you, you'll wake me, man, pa, he stammered to the stranger, suddenly finding the strength to speak and then to open his eyes again, but all he could see was the glare of light. And where will we be finding them? He pointed, squinting. Through there. He put a finger in front of his mouth, they're sleeping. Be quiet. You'll wake them. And me sister. Maybe now he'd told them that they would go away. The flashlight moved off his face, but still dazzled. All he could see for some moments were pink flashes of light. He heard the sound of footsteps on tiptoe moving away. A floorboard creaked. Then his door closed. Maybe they had gone home. People often came into this house at all hours of the night, drinking, smoking, shouting, laughing, arguing. Mostly arguing and sometimes fighting. When they fought, his dad would throw them out. He was a big man. No one argued with his dad. He pulled the bedclothes over his head so they would not see him if they came back. Moments later, he heard his father bellow something, then a loud thud, followed by another. He heard his mother scream, a terrible terrible scream. Then she cried out, leave him, leave him, leave him, please don't, please don't, leave him. Then he heard one of the strangers say loudly, get dressed. Then his mother, her voice quavering, where are you taking him? Please tell me, where are you taking him? A minute went by. The boy lay frozen beneath the bedclothes, trembling. Then his mother screamed again, no, you can't, you can't take him, I'll not let him go. Then five loud bangs, as if a door close by was being slammed repeatedly. Ma! Pa! he screamed back, his whole body electric with fear for his parents. And now the footsteps were much louder, clumping down the stairs as if they no longer cared about being silent. He heard the click of the front door opening, then the roar of an engine and a squeal of tires, and no sound of the door closing. 
just the echo in his mind of the terrible sound of his mother's screams. Then the silence that followed. It was the silence that echoed the loudest.